Life is but a dream to me. I don't wanna wake up. Through your kids. Without having my cake up. So I'm by my paper. 24 7, 365, 366 in a leap. Yeah. I don't know why we here. Since we gotta be here. How is business? Uh, very interesting times to be in business right now. We're fortunate us because our concept was already takeout and d delivery but honestly we have to work twice as hard for the same dollar so for those who don't know you own a, a butcher and a meat a, shop and a restaurant that's what it's called a meat shop meat shop slash restaurant okay so, uh, charcoal everything's cooked on charcoal local products local meats as much as we can but it's been it's been tough man for the past two years labor shortages uh price increases suppliers uh cutting off some supplies uh what else did we go through we went how long through. have you guys been open since 1992 30 years this is our 30th year anniversary actually oh really yep wow and you mr haas the boss yeah man. so so what's your t communication is that it yeah telecom oh, Tele telecom telecom is good um, event planning not so good okay and uh, marketing is good too yeah we, we we lost our catering and wedding and all the whole catering business completely gone yeah yeah we lost that bad that. yeah it's all gone companies not coming anymore obviously they're, they're not gonna they're not gonna order they're not gonna make parties yeah <clears throat> weddings completely gone birthday parties gone everything basically we have a bunch of equipment sitting in the basement doing nothing mm -hmm. well it's temporary right yeah, exactly. yeah temporary until things open up and plus luckily that you had other things to keep afloat to the rest well I, I increased our online presence and we we shifted more like I didn't have Uber I didn't have DoorDash before I didn't have website now we deliver meat online how's that going it's going good yeah it's going good you know it's like opening a new store it needs some time you know you you market it you market it but it requires some time plus so there's like a like a how do you say like a shift a cultural shift change like because people are used to ordering their meat like they come to the store or they call over the phone now you're telling them you know go on the website so it's it's kind of new to, to people mm -hmm. especially the because you're trying to avoid traffic in the store yeah, yeah no yeah i have i've it's it's way it's way too busy i have like i have like like we're blessed it's a good problem to have knock on wood but we have too many volumes of like phone calls and i have no, i don't have enough people to answer the phones wow so that means your income has rose since yeah it has rose yeah but that's good that means covid was beneficial for you minus yeah. all the stress with the employees and the whole uh, i don't know if i don't know if i want to say it was beneficial because we were I don't know like the business was already increasing year after year because of the stuff that we were doing already like the catering we didn't have that you know we did it created a digital menu board we didn't have that uh, so business was already booming I think we would have been we would have been doing even better numbers than than now if it wasn't for COVID because of the catering the, the catering business was just like yeah, but Incredible. the online you wouldn't probably develop it. I, I wouldn't have developed it as strong as I am doing it now, but I would have still still done it because, like I said, my problem is I have my challenge is that I have high volumes of calls. I have way too many calls. Too Can't many. Can you send call. that to Pakistan or something? You know those calling <laughs> centers. Yeah. No, I don't want to. 
Like I actually, I had a Lebanese guy approach me. He asked me, he's like, yo, you know what? I already do a couple of restaurants. If you want, you can, you can route the calls through my call center. And then, you know, I didn't want to do that. Why? Uh, I didn't think he was able to handle the types of volumes I'm, I'm getting. How many calls do you get a day? I get a lot, man. Haas is going to fix you the problem. I'll answer the calls. <laughs> <laughs> Did it change anything for you, COVID? Um, yeah, it depends which business. The telecom. So what's, what's the main business that telecom. you... So telecom. Telecom feeds every other business. Okay. The telecom, no, we did better than... Um, the Bell, you mean, Haas? Uh, yeah, Bell and Virgin. Okay. Um, the only... How long has it been open, you said? 15 years, going on 16. Wow. Do you, there's, do you have one one Bell store, right? One Bell, one Virgin, and one Lucky. And the, what the hell and is the Lucky? Lucky yeah. Mobile. It's another... another oh, uh, I never tele- heard of it. Okay. In Laval? All in Laval? No, Laval and Montreal, too. Um, You're an NDG in Montreal, no? Yeah, Cotin Luc and uh, Laval. Oh. The, what did get affected was um, staff. That, that yeah, hurt. That, that was, was tough. Everybody. Killer, man. Yeah. But you <laughs> see, like, it, you know, they say a mal pour un bien. Yeah. So my, my cost went down and sales went up. So it was tougher. Mm-hmm. So all I did is I paid better the ones that, that were there for they a little while. Stayed around, yeah. Yeah. So stay yeah. correct. I think pretty much everybody there. did that. Yeah. You didn't have how many employees do you have? Now four. Yeah. And before? Eleven. Wow. Mm-hmm. Same hours, same everything. Yeah. Holy shit. Mm. Did you guys did you close during uh uh the first three months when the malls closed like two years ago? Okay, at the beginning, the first wave. Yeah, and we, we actually killed it those three months. Because you're an online presence too? Because we yeah, a lot of uh, Instagram, Facebook and picking up the calls. And the main thing that happened to us was that when we buy stock, we have to carry the stock and then we sell it and we get paid later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's say if you order too much stock, you want to send them back, there's a restocking fee that you have to pay. And because of COVID, they gave everybody a chance to listen, whatever you want to send back, there's no fees. I'm the only one that didn't send anything back. Wow, that's really good. So Luck, or, had stock. luck or knowledge? Uh, big balls. <laughs> <laughs> so what was exactly your plan? What was your train of thought at that moment? I knew everybody was going to jump on it and send it back. Uh-huh. And I said, I'm going to keep it. Because then the issue was how long before the warehouse is open so I can get more stock. Mm. So I was like, I'm not going to do it. And I had the cash flow, so yeah. I, I kept it. <laughs> That's the most important part yeah. of the, the yeah. equation, if you have yeah. the cash flow. And we, we sold everything out, like everything. I had zero stock left. Mm. What's your margin margin of profit on a, on like on a phone? On a f- depends which provider. I, I don't think you have make, have make make much profit on the phone. It's more the line, the plan, right? Yeah. The Let's plan. say if you come in to buy a phone straight up, mm-hmm. I don't sell it to you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because you want them on the plan. Yeah, That's I need. Where you I make need your that. money. I work on residual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need I need you to be on that plan. Otherwise, it's, it's useless. How did you get in that business? I used to work for Bell. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. smart. He infiltrated the enemy. Learned. <laughs> they open a f- it's a franchise, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, so the two others are your franchisees or they're actually yours? No, no, mine. And you're selling franchises too? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, no, I am a franchisee. I a, bought a, the franchise. franchisee. Oh, yeah. okay. Nice. Did you have like, a, like we had the phenomenon the first year, it was like panic buying? No, I'm sure not with telecom. We had a lot of people coming in and just buying. Oh, like, uh, no. I had a lot of serb buyers though. A lot of kids dumping two grand. <laughs> Really? To yeah. buy phones? Yeah. Just to resell them? Yeah. And what oh, happened fuck. also was the used market went up like crazy. Mm-hmm. So phones that used to be, let's say an iPhone 8, which is a bit older, mm. used to be worth about two, 300. It was trading at five, 600 bucks. 
So you made a killing, you. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really good for us. Everybody was crying. We, like, ah, we, 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 the first year, people were panic buying, man. Yeah, it's like a normal family that was that was that was buying like a hundred dollars. <laughs> they were worth afraid of, of the apocalypse. Paper yeah. toilet and meat. Yeah. Crazy. At some point, I was telling like some customers, I was like, "Why are you buying this much?" He said, "Oh, dude, I don't know what's gonna happen." Like, I but that know. was me too. I did that too. The first two oh, months. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the first two months, I had friends that owned grocery stores. And my garage was full. And I bought for everybody. My parents, my sisters. I said, if it runs out, I have enough for everybody. And after two months, I changed my mind. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> Went back to... Uh, I, I actually felt bad. I was like, man, I, I, think th I can't take credit for that. Those six months to a year that we did amazing. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, I can't take credit for that. It's just like fear. Well, you, you adapt to the circumstances of what's going on, right? It's not yeah. you who controls what was going on around you. But what's interesting is to see people's habits, mm. right? Telecom technically is not even an essential need, technically speaking. I think most, most of your clients, I'm guessing, are businesses? Yeah, most. Yeah. But is it possible, Hus, that people were, because they were at home, they wanted to communicate with their with their loved ones, they went and gotten a better phone with a better camera, uh, let's say, or something? A bit, yeah. But what did change is that the home internet, so clients were reaching us to us to upgrade their home internet. Because, you know, before there was the lower speed, nobody yeah. was home, right? During the, the work hours, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. home, you know, nobody was there. But then when there's four or five people at home and you took a slow internet because you didn't care, then it affected people. The Zooms, the schools, the yeah. TVs, then yeah, that changed a lot. And it's funny because on the cell phone side, you know, we used to sell 50 gigs a month. That dropped because people were like, yeah, but I'm not using it because they're home. Wi-Fi and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, so well, it's gonna turn around eventually. So you provide internet too for homes? Yeah, everything. Internet, TV, uh, alarms, cameras, oh. everything. So everything that has to do with Bell, in other words. Yeah, you have exactly. the whole- uh, the, the whole suite, the whole suite. Yeah. Nice. Oh. But the other business that got affected was JS Party, which is, we do kids parties. Okay. So we do equipment rentals and animation. That was well a big, yeah. Well, maybe we can work together after COVID is done. I don't think so. Whenever I have, oh. uh, <laughs> whenever, whenever I have like a birthday Events, of doing yeah. catering, I can. Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. we do. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> And that was a dry no. <laughs> like, I know. That was, I was like, what is that this? That was Trudeau with the convoy. No. I was like, is this serious? I was like, Sin, we need to find another co host. Oh, shit. Not because uh, we, 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 my brother, when my brother takes care of that side, we, we actually we partner up with some people. So maybe we can Very contact smart. you as yeah. well. Yeah. So you have DJs and everything? Yep. My brother in law. It's nice. All right. I'm better. But anyway. I'm calling you. Was that, was that, was that distance <laughs> going well for you? Very good. Nice. Yeah, and the major change we had to do, which was because of my wife, because I was stubborn, I kept saying no. We had a huge warehouse. And my wife kept saying, get the shit out of there. Get the shit out of there. Because every month it was just, there was that fee. And it took me like six months to say, okay, let's get the shit out of there. Because you was thought good. it was opening up soon. Yeah, I said, and I was still, you know, like people were not supposed to party. They will still come and get stuff for their kids. And so we did a waiver that, you know, we're not responsible if you're doing a party, this and that. And then slowly, slowly, people start getting scared. Yeah. And uh, so we took everything out. It's in my garage, my basement, my office in Laval. Everything is everywhere. But that's the reason why I'm here because otherwise I was going to, that company was bleeding with yeah, yeah. all the fees, you know? You closed it? No, no, no. Just kept there's no cost. Let's say right now there's no cost. So if it doesn't work. Yeah, because <clears> he has no entreposage or anything uh, like that. So all my equipment is paid for. It's just sitting there, like you said, in your basement. Yeah, it's stuff too. sitting why there. Why would I get rid of it? It's just staying yeah. there. Until you know, in winter, we used to do huge parties. Indians do big parties for first birthday parties, mm. budgets of like five, ten grand for a kid's party. 
Oh shit That's gone What about you Sin? I don't me, think you got affected, no? Me, nothing. I never, I didn't even close a day. Exactly. Me, we, we maintain. Daycares too. wise, it didn't affect at all. Did nothing. it increase the number of kids or anything? Or? No, I have, uh, because I'm working with the government. So I have so a license I, for an, a certain amount of kids. Yeah. Like right here, this building is 80 kids. You're maxed out? I've been maxed out since oh, right? 1995. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So you're, you <laughs> they, never they didn't change anything. change anything for you. It's just, Ab- just uh, me, staffing? Just staffing, yeah. employees, and inspectors. COVID, kids, and all of that. Luckily for me, I had zero, the one in Montreal had zero cases of COVID so far in three years, two mm. years and somewhat. Mm. Here in Laval, I think we had two, but again, it wasn't COVID per se. It was he was in contact with maybe somebody mm. that had it. Yeah. Now, most. Yeah, but now most parents don't even tell us if they're positive or not. Yeah, they don't. If they're positive, they just stay home and they tell you, oh, we just stayed, uh, took a vacation. Yeah. Because they don't want a cough or a sneeze after that. And now with rapid testing, it's another old ball game because most of the tests come negative mm-hmm. until eventually it's positive. But when yeah. it comes positive, it's too late. Yep. But again, no, business-wise, from a point of view of daycares, absolutely nothing. Real estate was good. A bit bad and then it went great because some people weren't paying the rent they were legacy prolonging yeah <laughs> they, they didn't want to put all their and again I understand them 100% they didn't want to put all their eggs in the same basket right you don't want to burn that money on rent if something's going to happen they have to leave they wanted to keep that cushion again yeah. but after that you know rent now exploded there was the whole uh, lack of apartments last summer mm-hmm. so that's always good mm-hmm now I want to go and invest in Florida. Fuck this shit. I want an escape. Mm. Just in case. Because I was looking, we were looking actually for actually, Columbia. Originally. Yeah, yeah, Columbia, you were telling me. Because I was looking for something outside of Canada yeah. that had a direct flight. And you could get, you know, flights not for a thousand, two thousand, like, you know, something under a thousand. Originally Columbia, because we had a Colombian friend and it was going to be a safe investment in the sense we would buy like a triplex or fourplex each one of us would have a floor mm-hmm. and then maybe have a little tiny business at the bottom. Like a cafe or, a, or like a small restaurant, you know? Yeah, something very light. Super light. Like a couple of items on the menu. Not when, when when was this idea? There was two, beginning of COVID. Beginning of COVID. Yeah, once COVID hit, I was like, yo, let's jet. Mm-hmm. Let's invest elsewhere. Like a parachute type of thing. But then I was talking to my Colombian friend and his answers were like, yeah, so is it safe? Is it this? He's like, yeah. But, you know, those countries where the government can be overthrown at any time. Yeah. yeah. And then I hate Florida. And especially when Trump was there and the whole thing there, I was like, oh, forget about this. But then I realized that if you want to make money, if you want a safe investment, you have to invest there. You do. A lot yeah. of people actually left for, for Florida. But I don't want to go in Miami. I want to go no, a little bit further up. Boca Raton, West Palm Beach, Fort Lauderdale. It's, no, a little bit north of Fort Lauderdale, actually. Okay. I'm actually going in mid-March to go. You want to go uh, check it out? Yeah, I have a friend of mine that uh, does real estate there. Mm. So I'm going to give him my agenda, my budget, and whatever idea I have. And maybe try to buy one, two, maybe three units. See how, anyway, the politics there too, keep in mind. Yeah. Since I'm American, I don't have. Are you? Yeah. Oh, well, that's you awesome. You have the American. Uh... I'm actually redoing my papers now. So if I were to invest with you over there, I would need to do all the paperwork no. to do the, the no? You, we sign so. the paper here and then we go through me there. Okay. It's as simple as that. Okay. It's, as long as it's written by law, by a notary, that you're part of it. Me, everything that has to do with the banks and everything will be a lot safer because I'm an American. Mm. That's all. Well, let's say you weren't an American. We would have to do all the paperwork, I'm assuming. 
Well, because be then after that, go. you'll have to require eventually a green card or yeah. a residency because you're just, you're going to be there as an investor. I'm going to be there as a citizen. So. You want to do, do six months there, six months here, right? Again, see, that that's another thing, right? So you don't have kids. Yeah. You have I two kids. Have and, you know, did you ever think about it living elsewhere? Like. Yeah, we well, I've been talking about it for two years. Oh, me too, man. And my wife doesn't want. Where Where were you aiming for? Florida. Oh, Florida too. Yeah, I was gonna leave. Yeah. Let's go and buy a building, man. Yeah. I was. I was. I'm. I'm. I'm actually, right now, major announcement. Um, because COVID, what COVID happened? When COVID happened, I was actually looking for a locale here in in Laval to yeah. sign for another store, as that was my initial plan, and then something didn't ha didn't pan out with the paperwork. I found I found somewhere uh, really nice, and then COVID happened. And then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna wait another year. I'm gonna wait in two years, and now three years. And I'm like, now I'm like, okay, you know what? Maybe, maybe this is not the right route that I want to go through. Like I went to Qatar. I went to see a friend over there. I'm like, it's mm, not bad. Like the quality of life that they have over there, you know. But yet again, but would you want to have your kids there? Uh, actually, I I saw a couple of his friends that actually have kids there. It's it's actually really good schools, like French schools. It's not. See that's the thing is that over there It's like there's two different societies It's like there's the Qatari society And then there's the Others. expats Yeah and The expats live like really comfortably over there I'm looking at Some of the guys that I've met Over there And some of the girls that I've met there too And I'm like And they're young professionals You know And they're making really great Amazing salaries No tax And bonuses And three months off vacation and this mm -hmm. and that and that allows them that gives them the freedom to invest somewhere else the all all of them most of them have either real estate in paris real estate in in uh, let's spain, just say in lebanon portugal, in spain Greece, portugal yeah. all the all throughout europe and some of them actually invested in businesses here like uniburgers you know the the, the burger joints franchises you don't you won't even know that they're actually investors and, and, and that kind of stuff and I was like I'm like you know what that lifestyle is actually not that bad because it, you, you're you're working it gives you like high paid salaries in US dollars no you're not taxed you have depending on what you get right as a as a professional I'm an engineer I was like you know what maybe I should just throw the lamson throw it see what I can get and then would you be there, able to leave your family and stuff yeah I would yeah he didn't 100%. hesitate on that one. I was going to say same thing. Yeah, first <laughs> yeah, yeah. time he doesn't hesitate. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, man. Look, I I left my job to be able to grow a business. Right now, the current business that we have, it's grown to the furthest that I can take it. I can't grow it more than that. Do you regret leaving? Uh... No. Okay. Not not one single bit. Okay. And I'm actually, very happy that I left because I don't think my you used to work for Bombardier. I don't think my family would have survived COVID alone I mean look my dad wasn't working there my two uncles are illiterate so you're the they're same. pushing 60 and the other one is uh, 55 and all he knows is is no no God I get they all work really well at, they're, they're good at what they do but are they the ones that are gonna take it to the next level obviously not me and my brother we both quit our jobs and we're like you know what we're gonna go full throttle and we're gonna expand the business now COVID happened. It's a blessing in disguise because if I would have opened another store, I don't think I would have been able to survive the the, the new one.
Why? Because yes, you have a name for 30 years, but you can't bank on, okay, you know what? Just because I have a name that's running for 30 years, I go open another location, that other location is gonna work first. Second, how the fuck am I gonna find staff? If I'm not able to find staff in my first existing store, with the current situation, I wasn't gonna be able to find staff in my other one. Second, so wait, so third wait, of all, so, so can I ask you a question, Hus? Since yeah. you're a business coach on this, how do you assess the risk versus the reward? Yeah, and, uh, like, question. In his, yeah. like in his situation right now, yeah. right? because I would have believed the opposite. What he just said, I yeah. would have went the opposite. Yeah. Because you've developed the online, you have a reputation, mm-hmm. and you're not that far away. Laval mm-hmm. from Ville Saint Laurent, keep in mind. Mm-hmm. I think that you actually had that would have been the perfect moment. He, yeah. Well, this I can't I can't put myself yeah, yeah. in his shoes. That, that's if exactly. it was me, I would have done. It. I I I, I, it. I love to take risks. It doesn't sound like no it, no. I, I don't get me wrong. I'm 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 bullish. Like I I take risks. Like because hard, rent would have been cheaper. First. Hardcore risk. Yeah. And the, the 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 landlord would have gave you with the parachute oh, in a sense. One thousand percent. I agree with you guys on all these levels. But the issues that I encountered at the existing store was just it would have been way too much for me to handle to be able to open a new store and handle the the challenges and the problems that we face in the in the existing store right now because of the lack of staff so, lack of staff not only that we had shortages of meat we had price increases like like few times at some point i wasn't getting uh, uh oil at the store there was no oil no oil was coming in to, to montreal there was no uh, no oil uh, shark oil I had to drive all the way to Toronto to get fucking charcoal at some point there was, there was no charcoal in the city because everyone was barbecuing at home it was crazy supply chain problems we've had I've encountered so much shit uh, government regulations you close on Sunday you're not allowed to have more than uh, uh, 10 people inside your store because you're 2,000 you're square open feet. 7 days a week right? yeah you're open what? 7 days too? one of them yes the other one 5 yeah. weekends I'm closed Weekends are closed. Then, I, then I had, then I had to shorten the hours of uh, of my operation. I, there were so many pro. Every day that I walked in there, there was something happening. Now, mind you, I would have been like, okay, fuck it. You know what? I'm gonna take the risk. But the challenge I have is that I can't. the The staff that I'm looking for are a skill sets of people. It's very. It's a, it's an art to be a butcher. You have to find. A, a, like a butcher you can't find someone off the street it's very hard to find butcher as it is you add COVID to it and it was practically impossible and some of the guys that are working in my restaurant it's, it's a it's how to say like it's like a specific skill set that I would have needed and I don't think I would have been able to survive so I was like you know what fuck it I'm gonna put that project on the side for now what is this thing gonna last a year and it lasted two years and now we're at the third year so now I'm thinking, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, maybe this is not meant to be. And maybe, you know, I'm meant to maybe go abroad. Snow starting to bother me. Now that I'm, I'm telling you, snow starting to piss me off. Maybe I want to go somewhere else where it's warmer. Maybe I want to have quality of life because I have no quality of life. Do you like your business? I love my business. Do you, why would you have to open a butcher shop here too? And not open it just as a restaurant. It's, it's, a, it's the concept goes hand in hand. If I open a butcher shop, but I don't open the restaurant, it's not my concept. My concept is that the meat shop and the restaurant are together. 
That's the beauty of it. I even thought about opening a, actually a, a ghost kitchen. Which is? Which is basically... What is a ghost kitchen? This is like a phenomenon happening in the United States, but it's been going on for years and it's it's coming here. So basically it's like you pass by a place and you won't even know that there's a store inside of it. But inside of it, I run a small kitchen and I only do online orders. Mm-hmm. Only do only do delivery. So there's no walk-ins. Easier on staff. So it's well, like a catering service. No, but it's it's like literally, a takeout. It's yeah, takeout catering, yeah. whatever. But, but there's no one coming in the store. Yeah, yeah. There's no cashiers. There's nothing. Everything's online. So it's like you increase your online. So presence. it's just your manufacturer where you actually produce yes, the exactly. meals and whatever. Exactly, but people won't even know that there's this, there's the food is coming from. But this what's place. the advantage of this? Like I said, the the cost is is less to invest. Staff, you don't need that much staff in it. You don't need a cashier. You don't need to worry about customers coming. Yeah, in. but your biggest issue you just said is the butcher. You need a butcher for that, no? No, that I would only do for the restaurant. Okay. Yeah. So I, I thought there's a few things that I'm like thinking about. You know what? Maybe I should maybe do this, focus on just the, the delivery and do that. There's a couple of things. So there's a couple of things I can, I can you know, go about it. But then at the same time, I'm like, fuck, I have no quality of life. Zero. But More what would it take for you to have quality of life exactly? Retirement? No, I would. I basically, if I want quality of life-ish. Okay, let me just put it this way. There's no such thing as quality of life when you own a restaurant. And a, and a business like that because it's a it's a fucking twenty four seven. If someone's gonna call you, someone's gonna. Be, I'm gonna have to find good people so I can delegate it to. Find a manager. Yeah, but isn't that like in every business? Yeah, but yeah, in the restaurant you're, business, you're buying is, yourself a job. That's what a lot of. Uh, but the restaurant business is is tough. It's no, it's, I get I get the restaurant it, business it's is cutthroat. tough. But the the whole staff issue, the whole uh, managerial side of it, you know, having to delegate and stuff like that, that's in any. Mm-hmm. Business that has more than two or three employees. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to steal in my business. Okay, very easy. I, I to can steal. imagine. Very easy to steal. It's really hard to do, you know, inventory on meat. They, yeah, <laughs> we they, bought twenty kilos. There's they, nineteen I, and a half kilos. I caught a, I caught a guy. I caught a guy on the cameras. He was picking up garbage every time he went home. This fucking guy picking up garbage every time he went. And I'm home. guessing there's a lot of waste too in your business. Yeah. You know what he was doing in the garbage? He was throwing meat. He was he was throwing packs of filet mignons inside, man. This is costing me what thousand dollars a week. Mm. The restaurant business is you have to be there constantly. You have to. It's like it's like my dad says. It's like a second wife. A lot of people that actually delegate in the restaurant business, they're not restaurateurs. They're investors. Right, but they don't. They they, they calculate the, the the risk of loss, right? They, they know ten percent is gonna get yeah. Ten percent is gonna get see, stolen. In my business, there's the only loss I can have is electricity or whatever I'm paying for food. Exactly, and that's about it. Like yeah. my biggest issue is my employees eating the menu. Yeah, that's as much. But as long as the kids are eating, mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a loss that I'm willing to to take. I'll give you an example, Sin. Your business, it's more clean, cleaner. No, no. we have service fees. But it, but I mean like no one can steal. Of no? course, yeah, yeah. How how do they? Two steal? years ago. Yeah. Twenty two thousand dollars in one month. No. Cash. Phones are gone. What? This happened to me multiple times. So wait, 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 wait. Okay, yeah. I get that. No, again, theft could be in any business. But what's interesting is, can't you find them very quickly? There's nope. four people. There's cameras. I'm guessing. Yeah, but look, my my thing is all serial numbers, right? You would think that it's easy to find it because I could track it. Mm. But 
since SIM cards, I can't track it. I can give you a phone from my stock. You put your SIM card, the phone works. I don't know where that serial number is. I'll never find it. Mm. And what happened was that, let's say a client would come in and then there's fraud. So when you have an employee that decides to collude with you, listen, I work here now, come in. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. That happens to me a lot. So you gotta always watch it. And then service fees, like I told you, let's say if we have to transfer our stuff from one phone to the other, well, there's hourly fees, it's not free because you're taking away an employee. Mm. Those fees, you could just not punch it in. I won't know. Mm-hmm. But 16 years ago, it used to drive me crazy until I learned, listen, I have to assume that there's if I want nothing to happen, lost. I have to be there all the time. I don't want to be there all the time. So I'm willing See? to accept See? A, a certain amount of money that might go yeah, away. Yeah, it's lost. Yeah. yeah. Regardless, you don't have a choice. I'm not I'm not there. I'm not at, at that point right now where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go get a manager. Maybe with another store. Well, right now what we're doing, actually, we saw an immigration lawyer. We're trying to get people from abroad mm-hmm. to work. If that works, maybe I'll go and open another store. If that doesn't work. If, if why, do you, say, why do you want that? Because I have to cheaper go, labor. Because the funding. I, I was going to say no, cheaper no, labor it's actually, and it's funded. No, it it doesn't. It's it's actually not cheaper. It's costing me more upfront money. But at least I have him on a contract with me for a minimum of three years, for him to get his papers. So he you're has to paying work him for more. Me. Don't you have a special subvention that comes with this to cover you a part of it? Uh, a, a part of it, but not all of it. Yeah. So yeah, don't, but don't, I'm I'm paying more. Don't act like the more. victim here. No, no, I'm paying more for He's real. Keeping legal no, slavery. Guys, I'm paying more. I'm paying like the lawyer. I'm paying more cost up front. I have to find him a yeah, place Yeah, but you recuperate that the first year plus interest. No, I, 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 not everything is, is, is going to be given back by the government. No, but meaning because of his, he's stuck. Well, he's stuck. He's going to be there minimum of two, three years. Yeah, but then he that can modern leave. Slave. Then it's, he still, can it's still beneficial to you though, right? Well, no, I, I, I still, it's still beneficial to me. I have to do it. I have no choice. This is what other people are doing. I have to follow the so he's paying the for the loyalty actually I literally to, I have to follow the you're trend you're buying loyalty you're buying loyalty yeah. see but these things Hus or Sin we didn't have to deal with this yeah no 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 I get, that. I get that 100. years ago it was just easier to find people who work man you know it was just like, like it was easier and do you need any specific training to be yeah or skill set to work for you uh, you have to be 18 and up because yeah. we sign legal contracts French and English French and, and English it? and the rest is training we train yeah, them it's training uh, it's way easier man I so wish you I wish have be like this. you only have your butcher in the back butcher uh, uh, kitchen someone that's skillful in the kitchen that knows Lebanese cuisine in the kitchen I have isn't that oh, like a chef chef yeah okay I have, and I had a couple of chefs prep cooks a guy that knows how to grill a guy that knows how to make sandwiches yeah but you could train easier. that I was going to say you could that. teach them no? yeah those are easier but you don't need a specific certificate no, no, except no, no. for the butcher except for the butcher yeah and That's the chef all. and the chef yeah exactly why See? the chef why you need, you need someone that cook? knows how to he cook he can work there no no if, if no, I don't need a specific certification okay, okay. but but if a guy tells me I know how to cook I need to oh, no no but that's it the only person something. that you need a certificate is for is the butcher is the butcher exactly because for the cuts exactly, and what kind of meats yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. see daycares that's where the headache comes back everybody has to have it everybody has to have already a, a minimum formation of uh, cours de premier soin they, ha- they can have uh, legal issues in any way yeah. or form yeah. and then two thirds of my employees have to have a diploma so there's three types of diploma, university, college, or uh, a specific private certificate. One is one year, one is three years. The amount of hours of experience for them to be certified and official. Mm-hmm. And because of that, and there is trainings every year, two years, depending on the government that's in power, they give you these new rules. But the issue is now that they, they, they actually created our competition. 
So before daycares were private, associated to the government. And then they were like, oh shit, these daycares are making too much money. Let's do public. So public now is an issue for the government. Even though they're saying that it was a good idea, it was the worst idea they did. Because to open up a daycare publicly of 80 kids is give or take one to three million, depending on the building, you know, the equipment and everything like that. You know how much it costs them to open up a daycare privately, the government? Zero dollars. Because we put up front everything. Yeah, we no. pay that million thing. No, the government has to put up front the money. Exactly. And the thing is, who handles after that? The daycare, the management. Mm. They find a manager and everything else is settled among the parents. So they give themselves salaries. Yeah. Comptable, trésorier, whatever, all those new titles. There was a daycare that I, I knew about where they had a manager, assistant manager, and a, a psychologist for the educators. With uh, with eighty kids, with eighty kids, so the salary, because the the thing is, they realize really quickly: the more money is left at the end of the year in the account, the more the government takes. Mm-hmm. Of course, as long as the daycare is not in the minus, they're good. So the the guys are taking themselves a huge salary. So at the end, they're balanced. There, there, there was there was uh, there was stories again. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but there were stories. People were making like sixty seven to eighty two k a thousand, yeah, a year just to sit down on the table and mm. you do this and you do that and you be the manager and stuff like that. Mm. So all those people is being done by me now. Yeah. See, in a private, I handle that because if I give that as salaries, I'm broke at the end yeah, of the of year. <laughs> I can't do anything. So that's why when you were saying if you don't stay, you'll lose money and from there, you know. In, 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 your, in your type of business and you still have good quality of life, right? Yes, but now the new thing that hit us that was something new we had to adapt to. So 1996, 1995, when we opened up the daycares, reputation was easy to have. In a sense, as long as you did your thing good, it was that. Now you have these internet bullies uh, yeah. where they go and I don't know where they come from and they give you these long ass... Bad reviews? Bad reviews. Oh God, dude. I had a lady, you can go and see it on the, 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 the on Google, she went online in 2018 criticizing the daycare because her kid was at the daycare in 1993. Oh, she she realized that she can go. <laughs> the kid is like 25 years old now. <laughs> she woke up and she's like, Google exists. Let me go and write. Oh and God. because of that, you're saying now you have to work, you because work a it was, lot more. Yeah, because, and again, the government is adding more and more problems to everything before it was a reputation so a parent would tell another parent or like you know they would come and see now the problem is they centralized everything one waiting list for all daycares right oh yeah 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 plus zero sink and because of that because they were like oh let's put everybody in one page it's going to be more organized me before parents would call me mm-hmm. and to I would put them on them, the list I'll put them on my personal of list of course yeah right and I knew for a fact mm. that that parent wanted that spot in that daycare because yeah. they took the time to call me now I go on my uh, waiting list that central one I have about 2,000 kids in January February 2,000 kids easily mm-hmm. going through that list by the time I clean it by end of June there's maybe 23 kids left because mm. wow. some are too old some moved they've been there for two years some they put their names on 20 daycares first one first serve and when they leave they've actually find a spot they don't remove them from the thing mm. so it's more work for me Yeah. before I had a list and I just you don't <laughs> answer and I just erase mm. you now I have to go and call everybody 
Some numbers are not good. Some are like, oh, my kid is already at the daycare. Others are like, oh, my kid is too old. He's already in school. Mm. It's ridiculous. So and more and more things are advancing, more and more the government. And this is where the difference between, let's just say, my type of business and yours, where you have a little bit more freedom, decision, yeah, flexibility. Yeah. Mine, zero. Me for to close for a snow day, it you has to, to be pre-approved. Pre approved. Yeah. Schools all around me are closed. I'm still open. Like mm. I, I haven't closed for a snow day in over maybe six, seven years, easily. Mm. Yet schools where our kids go, mm. <laughs> two centimeters are we have to close. But your, your hours of operation is is much better than Monday to Friday, seven to six. Yeah, yeah, but the issue is, my phone has to be open pretty much like all you guys because yeah, you guys yeah. somebody opening, somebody closing. Even though we go into work, we don't do those boring hours. You know those two extremities in the sense. We're, we're doing it ourselves now. Yeah, because your lack of staff. Me, I, if not, I, not not my lack of staff. My my family's lack of trust in employees opening uh, and closing. Old school mentality versus new school mentality. Me, because the thing is, lack of staff means just a lack of a group. So I have to call parents and tell them you can't come in because I don't have an employee. Yeah, it never happened. But I'm just saying that's the outcome. Yeah. There's no way I can patch it. Let's just say if you usually work at three and you're like, okay, tonight, today we're going to, you know, struggle, but we're going to be two, but it could still be done. Yeah. Because nobody's going to come and tell you, hey, you're supposed to be three employees. Yeah. Me, I have 40 kids. I have to have six employees you at all times. Yeah. Somebody calls in six as sick. And if I call my replacement, she can't come in. Close. I'm fucked. Literally. I'm fucked. You have to call everyone and tell them to come pick up their kids because you can't. No, I have to literally tell them at the door, I'm going to patch, you know, Sorry, put, fill yeah. in the rest of the groups if there's absence. Yeah. But if the, for whatever reason I hit the ratio, I have one missing, let's just say. So I go from 40 to 32, right? So the 33rd kid comes and knocks. I'm like, listen. Are, are you allowed to replace? Do you count or no? Yeah, I can. Okay. No, no, I can. There's always in case of emergency. Yeah. But that's the thing. For somebody to replace, it can't be anybody. Yes, it has so. to have a full file. And me as an owner, I have to have my file up to date all constantly every three years. Hmm. I have to check my background check and uh, health and security in any business. Every business has these yeah, negatives, these struggles. Ne struggles yeah. As long as the, the, the good outweighs the bad. 100%. That's why you're in business. Otherwise, you should fucking get out, you know? Cause so, okay. So, if you would have a choice of any type of business, because you, it's a family business. Yeah. Me, I literally fell into it. You, because you were working in that type. Mm -hmm. But if you would pick any type of business that you would... Let's just say if you had the expertise or the finances, what would it be? It's easier for me to say what I don't want to do than what I would do. Okay, what wouldn't you want to do? Restaurants. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> mm. That's for sure. Mm -mm. Restaurants are the worst yeah. business to be in. I would have I would have been in uh, in, um, in stocks financing. Oh yeah, you're Investors. a numbers guy. You I like to gamble. I like um, I like to take risks. I like to, you know, I like to because it's more of a. I don't know, man. As I get older, I, I'm looking more for quality of life now. I didn't used to think like this. I used to work fucking seven, hour, seven days, 12, 14 hours a day. I don't give a shit. Even when I was at Bombardier, I had my ATM business running. I had a bunch of shit going on at the same time. I didn't care. But now, as I get older, I'm like... So you think as times is going, you're not going to have more flexibility and more quality of life, like you say? Me right now in the current position no, that no, I'm in. Right now, you're you're an owner. You're a oh, business. Oh no, I will not. So One, in like five, six years, if everything goes well, if everything goes according to how I want it to go, uh, but you obviously know nothing goes according to the plan. My plan was to open another store, maybe open a third one, and then franchise. That was my like five to seven year plan. 
mm-hmm. and then eventually like have managers run the place where I could just like, you, you know, don't have trust issues. No, no, I don't have that, you know, and I would like check up on them a few times, you know, once in a while and then I would have that quality of life. But now and more and more I'm in the trenches, I'm into it and I'm like, man, this is, it's, is this ever going to happen? Am, am I going to ever, how much am I going to have to work to reach that level of like quality of life freedom that I'm looking for? Do you have a plan B? Yeah, plan, my plan B, like I told you. I'm, je, oh, that's je, your plan B. Je vais jeter l'hameçon. I'm going to see Qatar what I can get out plan there. B. Could be my plan B. Could be. No, but okay. I'm not talking about coulds. I'm like, do you? Yeah. Could be my plan B. Throw it out there. See what I can get. And take it from there. Do you have plan B? You have plan A, B, and C right Yeah, now. there's all kinds of plans there. Yeah. I like what I do. You see, like. No, I, I, I love what I do. Don't get me wrong. You just seem tired. Yeah. We are extremely tired, man, because it's, it's, it's. Every day, the people coming in, it's it's not fun. It's not enjoyable, the restaurants right now, man. It's not, it, customer service is, sucks right now, man, because people are impatient. People are are, are, are mean. People are, um, how did you say? But wasn't it always like that? Not 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 to that point, no, man. Because I figured meat, food, there people. Was a, there was yeah, exactly. a joie de vivre. There was a joie de vivre in people's faces, man. Now, people come in, you look at them, they're... They're tired. I mean, you can tell the people are fed up of the fucking COVID and restriction and this guy lost his business and this guy did it. And, and there's a whole bunch of problems. But then you add the problems of the business, you know, that COVID created problems in the supply chain and all the things that I just enumerated in the beginning of the podcast. We are tired. We are working like we're in our own hands doing stuff. What's the, what's the solution? My dad that was retired came back to work with us during COVID. You didn't. We didn't have a choice. But what is the solution? The solution right now that I'm looking for is finding people from abroad, and if that could work, fill up the store with fucking employees. If I can, if I'm able to do that, I'll go open an store, no problem. Did you ever think about making your wife work for you? No, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. Does your wife work for you? My wife helps me a lot. Yeah. No, my. How's wife. that? Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Are you pro relationships working in the same business? No. No, no, no. If if you don't know how to do it, no. I've seen I've seen friends that uh, have uh, their spouses at work, and holy shit, like to a point that almost divorce. It's very, it's very delicate. I have it's a different relationship. Yeah. yeah, I have a different relationship mm-hmm. with my wife. She understands at work. I'm not your husband. Like I'm. Is she able really, to actually separate both? Yes, she's okay. never like when That's I snap, really, she's like, never reacted. Uh, That's really good. Not even in front of uh, employees. Never, never. That's really good. You're able to find that because yeah. you know my, my business. All the uncles and everyone, none of the women are involved. And mm. thank God. Because if they were, it would have been hell. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm guessing in these specific moments, I guess. No, there's no way. Labor is labor at the mm, end of the day. No way. No. Oh, yeah. No. And my mom helped my dad in the early 90s. In the beginning, she used to go do the cash. But no, not... Uh, Already the, fa- the the dynamics of owning a family business, you know it. It's, I it's can't already, work with my family. That's why we have three different businesses. There you go. And then you you add the wives into it. It's just, maybe if I have my own store, if let's say she says to me like, oh, you know what, babe? Like, I don't want to work for the bank anymore. This is our business. I want to come. I would be like, you know what? Let's sit down. Like we, Everything must be very clear though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's sit down. Let, let's, what is it that you could bring to the table? Because now we're not, like you said, we're not, uh, it's not uh, we're not uh, husband, husband and wife, yeah. yeah it's me I'm very strict when I end my store 
you know, I have maybe some friends that come into my store to come see me and they're like, yo, we don't know who you are. Mm. I'm a totally different person because everything needs to run the way I want it. You find that you're a good boss? Sometimes, yes. Sometimes I'm like, you know, I could have done better in this type of situation. See, that's the thing though. You're not dealing with, sorry, educated people or people that are like, it's the restaurant business. It's shit. Freaking it makes it sound like it. <laughs> Yeah. No, but if I'm you, not depressed about relationships, <laughs> now I'm depressed about dude. Did businesses, you see restaurant businesses? Did you see? Did you see? Uh, I mean, the guy there, Gordon Ramsay. He he doesn't add extra, man. That's what it is. Not to name people, but most of the the Kuchaval guy, uh, the fucking Forty West guy, uh, he fucking throwing plates. I remember one time the owner he was running uh, on crescent uh, with a knife. Uh, he was he was running after his chef. <laughs> No, it's not a. Yeah. It's a cutthroat business. If I man. had doubts of working the restaurant business, <laughs> that just yeah. A lot of people think like, oh, you know what, the restaurant business. Oh my god, it's so nice. No, no, no. I never thought that. I never thought that. Man, no, it's. I not. would love to have a coffee shop. Invest in a restaurant business. Coffee shop, I would, uh, I would enjoy. Invest in a restaurant. No, business. never, never, never. If, it's if, too risky. If if you have someone, people if you know are somebody. too disloyal. It's oh, trendy yeah, also. Yeah. I yeah. find it trendy. Like it's Except, really hot for like yeah, yeah. super trendy. Especially in Montreal. Oh my God. Right now it's a uh, fried chicken. Fried chicken right now is fucking like- The new thing. The new thing now. It was poke bowls back then. Oh, yeah, now, it, now it died. Now it's fried chicken. Let's see how long this thing is going to last. Yeah, but that's the thing. You don't have restaurants that like, you know, you can't follow. If you're an Italian restaurant or a Japanese restaurant, you can't start following trends. Coffee shops, you see you're safe. Patisserie here and there and a little bit of coffee. And that's, but again, I'm not going to make millions out of it. I was going to no, say, no, you know no, how much we have just, to sell to make money? No, no, but it's, just, it's, uh, it's, it's ironic, but know, it's just to actually keep everything afloat. You know what I would love saying? You know what I was telling you? It's like uh, uh, when the thing we talked about in Colombia, like a little thing with like four items on the menu, fucking tacos or something simple. Simple. Me, me in a, in a, four, in a lot items. of land, I would love to have a little bar at the end of the beach. With a little bar. <laughs> little cocktails. With, yeah, yeah, with a little bar, some it's cocktails. Tom Cruise. What was that movie? Yeah, cocktails. I don't know if you ever you saw know? that movie. He was this hot bartender at that time. He was young and he was working at, on this beach doing cocktails. Yeah. He was the owner. Take it easy. Couple of drinks. Yeah. Hey, what's up? This, this, and that. You know, that's nice. A lot of lost. For sure, he was losing a lot of money. I was going to say, that's why it's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, but again, again but those are, how do I call them? Retirement plans. Yes. I'm not there to build uh, finances for my kids and foundations. It's just to keep everything afloat. Have a enough dynasty. cash flow. No, no, fuck dynasties. Anyway, regardless, so you're a business owner, right? Yeah. Would you want your kids to follow your footsteps? Oh yeah. So you're gonna you're building this industry for them. Yep. Really? Yeah. I would mm. want them to have their my, own. My my dad never wanted me to follow in his footsteps. No. And no look I'm, at oh, you now. Hell no. <laughs> my dad wanted, and I didn't do it. When I, when I wanted to come to the store, what he was, was your like, father? Construction. No. Oh. Construction. That's yeah. a good business. Too, you right? wanted to do it, and he was like, No, no I didn't want to do it. Oh, you he didn't wanted want me to. to go, yeah. I still remember oh. like 12, 13 years old, go to work with him. No, me was, Midday, was, I'm dead. And this guy doesn't eat. Nah, me was the opposite. Bubba, I'm hungry. What food? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get tired. Work, work. <laughs> He's 73. He's fixing one of my apartments. Yeah. When I go help him, same thing. Dad, I'm hungry. No, 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 no. Stay at work. Yeah, it's a different mentality. Yeah. But it's no, another rhythm. It's not they yeah. they they wake up very early. Yeah. Dude, my, and they finish pretty early too. Dude. Exactly. And then they take a nap and then they come back. Because Joe, the electrician, he works a lot on uh, he's an electrician. He works a lot on uh, these big uh, condos and stuff like that. And he tells me I start work at three in the morning, 
He finishes at two. I was gonna say, yeah, two, three is home. It's it's a different lifestyle, man. Yeah, but having kids and family finishing at three and waking up at three, you want to go to bed at eight. Yeah. Or you seeing your kids. Yeah. Like I'm lucky in daycares, to be honest, and that's it's not something that it was a master plan. I was just extremely hard headed, and we fell into this in that sense, and the rhythm of it, because Mm. there's high season, probably December, January, and April. Maybe a little bit September for inscriptions. But and high season is boring season for you guys. It's a little bit more paperwork, preparing the receipts for the parents that came in. Mm-hmm. And pretty much. Pretty much it. And then you have the summer to sign up the new kids that are starting in September and the ones that are leaving. So 10 come in, 10 go out. So would you want your, your kids to follow into your footsteps? Me, I don't care. Me, because they care. Okay, first and foremost, I find it boring as fuck. It doesn't stimulate me in any way or form. Nothing. Right? It's not something I studied in. You, you just had to do it. I had to know. It was it you was the smartest. It. it was the smartest, you know. It's like me not liking NFTs, but it's the thing to do, invest in it. You know, I, I'm not agreeing with it, mm. but if you have to do it, you have to do it. Yeah. Daycares, we got lucky that we embarked in it in the right time. Mm. And right now it's security, right? The salary is secure, the business is secure as long as you know what you're doing. You can make a good living off of kindergarten. And hey, people yeah, who own five, six kindergartens. Right now, I'm trying to downsize. Like me, okay. my mom is thinking about retiring. Yeah. We have three daycares. My brother's not in the business. My sister, my sister is a very nice person. Just leave it like that. And uh, that's that. So right now, I want to downsize because I want to minimize. I want to... Can't you delegate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, my mom has trust issues like your father. It's uh-huh. a generation thing, uh, that right? genera- It is a generation so thing, yeah. my daycare is running literally on its own. Before okay. COVID, I could leave for two months and I wouldn't worry for a second. Mm-hmm. Right now, there's a lot it's more. A lot of more. Uh, it's irregular because a lot of people, a lot of parents are desperate. I have a couple of parents this month that couldn't pay me. They're like, listen, COVID, this, this and that. Yeah. Can you give me an extra month? How, how much is it now? Uh, on average, it's around 180 to 190 a month. And a this month? Inc- a month. And this includes a meal a day and to three meals and taking care of your kid for you're eight to a, ten hours. Your private send, no? Private submission. Okay, private. So, so they're eight. getting paid for their kid to be here technically. Eight fifty. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, because if I have to feed my kids it's more than that. But that's what I'm saying. You go and buy McDonald's, it costs you that much. It's one eighty for the month. So the margins in the kindergarten is no, but the government pays us the difference. Yeah, correct. Uh, Calm down. Do they have to have a certain um, revenue? If it's too high, do they still qualify? Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. All that is eliminated. Anybody can get in. And those are on welfare. It's zero ninety nine. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. So a lot of people, especially in my neighborhood where my one of my daycares is, uh, it's that. There's a lot of people. Well, I have two. Before, at one point, I had like eleven people. If I was a joke, they were working under the table. Yeah. Their daycare, their daycare is paid free. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of way to hustle the mm-hmm. the system. The, the system, system is yeah, really yeah. bizarre. Yeah. But right now, the parents just got went up. It went up to now it's eight fifty, eight dollars fifty a day to take care of your kid. At your daycare. At my daycare. Even if I make two million a year, that's why I pay make you one billion. You can be Elon Musk if you want. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're a Quebecer citizen or a resident or have a visa passport, a visa, a travel, a study visa mm-hmm. you qualify you, you qualify just well it's a joke it's, it's again and we have them for what four four or five years mm. so it's a joke some parents just come drop them off so now you're looking at downsizing because you want 
to she wants to retire and no because want, I want to leave the better, fucking country. You want a better quality to be honestly, of life. So to go back to your question that you asked me before, yeah. uh, my daughter's turning fourteen, my son is turning twelve in a couple like in a month or two. So I'm thinking maybe maximum the next five years I'm out. I'll be here maybe three, four months a year, max. What's Mostly what's, what's bothering you about here? Everything. But people here in Quebec, it's not a place to make money. If you're here to make money, it's not the place, first. Second of all, winters. I'm uh, getting I'm, harsh, man. I'm not, no, no, no. I'm starting I'm, to bother I'm never, me. Never was a winter guy, winter sports. Like, I'm a very active guy. Do a lot of sports. I'll climb mountains if you want. Winter and cold, man. Just putting layers of clothes is an exercise for me. So I'd rather just stay home. And I admire people that do it. Yeah. Like I said, my ex, this is her moment to shine. She Do loves all it, those yeah, activities. She loves it, yeah. This is where she actually looks better than me with the activities uh, factor. Summer, we're always doing something. Theater, you know, movies, uh, mountains, road trips and everything. Winter, hibernation movies. But do you, do you, you want to go abroad so you can have something else? So, so the thing is, I'm not even going abroad to actually make money. I just want enough money to pay my needs, yeah. eat well, and to have a little bit of a cushion. Because I'm from the, the 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 school of thought. I don't want to give a fortune to my kids. I feel like they'll burn it. They won't value money. So for me, it's important. Again, if they want to be in our business, by all means, do what they got to do. Mm-hmm. Or even their mom's business, by all means. But I want them to actually have a job they like. Because mm-hmm. clearly, I don't like my job. Like all the side jobs that I have are the ones that save me. But those are not the ones paying my bills. Yeah. This one here is like the it. ultimate, you know, but there's nothing. Yeah. There's absolutely no stimulation whatsoever. No stimulation whatsoever. Yeah. I come in, it's mostly women of a certain age, yeah. and I deal with young parents. Yeah. Right? That's all I do. So I go into the office, my paperwork could be done for the month, literally in two hours. You do the finances and two months. Two months. Uh, two, 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 two hours. Two hours for the whole month. Yeah. Right, and then you know you do your deposits to the bank. That's pretty much. Right. But you just like the the lifestyle it gives you, the quality, the flexibility. The flexibility so during summer you, yeah. it's cool. Like I finish work at noon, eleven. Yeah. I'm at a pool party. I'm still making Chilling, money because yeah. I'm in a business where my money works for me. I don't work for money. Yeah. Right. Right now I've been doing this for so long. I'm in a comfort zone where there's no headaches. Compared to your business, yeah. you're depending on me coming in. You have new phones, new yeah. contracts, new things coming in. Me, except of the the price that the government changes every January, the rest is no, except COVID now here, the new rules and stuff. Yeah. But usually the basic, the rules are very clear and simple. Your mm-hmm. employees must do this, that, this, that. And it's been like that for the last 10, 15 years. There will be a couple of changes. We have maybe four or five inspectors a year, some for you know uh, health and uh, security, others or you know educational and business and blah 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 as long as your shit is you know you're well organized you're good to go zero stress zero yes. zero zero stress but the thing is what do I do with the rest of my time I go to the office come in I socialize with the parents in the morning a bit a little bit with the employees and that's it wow <laughs> and then, which one do you go to the one in Montreal nobody likes to go to the one in Montreal No? Yeah, because it's, no. it's, it's the furthest. It's the furthest. This one no here one is the oldest where we are now. No one wants to drive. This one here, literally. Like, one, eventually I will come back to this one. Mm-hmm. But my mom, this is like, because me and my mom can't work together. 
So we tried a couple of times. In 20 years, we tried three times, I think. I fired myself. It's like me. It's like me and my 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 dad. We can't. Yeah, no we way. have really two different approaches. Yeah, yeah, me too. My mom is more. Well, she is a woman too. So she, when she talks to women, it's old school. It's old school equals, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I would be around men, I don't care to tell them fuck off. And you know, yeah. with yeah. women, there's this you know respect. They all have a certain age. Well, now <laughs> clearly I'm getting older because mm. now I'm in the middle of the pack. <laughs> But before they had a boss, I was 20 years old and they were 45, 50. It was bizarre. Even the parents sometimes were older than me. Well, yeah. most of them were. I didn't have kids at that time. Mm. Now, gray hair, older kids, high school and shit. It's a, a different dynamic. When I speak, they listen. Before, they like to provoke me <laughs> and, you know, test me. Does he know what he's talking about? I, I, I had that when I first came into the business. The employees were actually Yeah, for sure. Trying, Especially you. You, you look super like, young. They're like, well, what is he... Is what he, is he going to be? Does he really know son? he's an engineer? He used to sell airplanes. Like, does he really know anything about this, buddy? I was there when it first started. I was there on yeah. weekends. I was there on the holidays. I always worked in a, in a restaurant. I love the restaurant business. I love it. Like, I love when it's like running and it's like full throttle. And I love sir. I love seeing people like telling me like, "Oh, did you like the food? Oh man, I loved it." You know, always ask for feedback. So, I love so, it. So I have to ask you a question. What other kind of jobs did you have before? Um, I worked. I was a delivery boy for Chalet Swiss. Okay. No way! Wow. That was my first job. Then um, I worked at my uncle's pizzeria uh, for a long time. No wonder he doesn't like restaurants. Yep, that's when I saw the no. <laughs> for me. No way. Yeah. Then I went to discount car rentals. Nice. Oh. Then I went to. I was selling DEPs. DEPs. Uh, yeah. What is that? Uh, the 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 trades. Ah, like mechanics, okay. uh, electricians, and shit like that. Then I went for Bell and telemarketing. Then from telemarketing went to retail stores, and then six years Open later, open your own my franchise. First one, yeah. How about you? I did uh, without incriminating myself. Just legal say. jobs here, buddy. Legal jobs. <laughs> Focus. No. I haven't worked. Uh, my first, my first, my well, actually at the store at the restaurant. I was there from my, you know, on the weekends. I was there during holidays. So are you telling me you only worked for your restaurant and for Bombardier? No, I did the restaurants. Then I did, uh, I used to throw parties. I used to be a club promoter. Then I managed a promotion at a club as a side hustle. I did this. I was making a lot of money. And then I did Bombardier right away. Oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't really actually work for anyone before shit, that. I would tell you all the jobs I did. A <laughs> lot? No, I know. I didn't everything. Yeah. Everything. I did restaurants. I was a manager of a club. Of a dancing school. I love that shit, man. Yeah. The club. I, I love just but, uh, the, the again, people. The, I, I didn't have, the, I didn't have the kids at that time. I can never do yeah, that. Yeah, obviously. Man. That's club. The nightlife is a whole other. Type. I would invest in a club. Oh, I, hell I, would, no. I would do that. Oh, I would do it. No. I know so much about it. Yeah, I would so but do it. that's the thing. I know so much about it. I wouldn't. That you wouldn't do it. You know what? 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 A tight click of group of people that you have. You have yeah, fun but with. You see, you see that you're dreaming because that's good short term. How many clubs do you know that are open forever? I know a couple of groups that are still running. The only place I could tell you that would be a good investment, go to Senegal or maybe Lebanon. Associate to a, uh, to a hotel. Open your club there. Yeah. Then we'll be talking. But that's in Qatar. This is what they're doing, man. Exactly. But here in Montreal, forget about it. People here are not loyal. Simple as that. Mm. Restaurants, clubs, it's all about trends, right? To this week, it's this club happening. Since we grew up, how many clubs are still open? Original. Not a lot. There's music I can count, and maybe. And even music came at that was the, la, the last, last wave yeah, of the, the old last school. Last wave, wave of the old school is true. 
Tokyo Everything clothes, closed. jet clothes, coconut groove clothes. Everything. They don't last. Dome clothes. It's rare. But it's, again, like restaurants. Yeah, like restaurants too. Yeah, they like don't Like there's last. these exceptions like Schwartz there's and stuff like that. institutions that last. Yeah, but even them, because they have customers that are loyal to them for cultural mm. reasons or... It's an institution. Exactly. It's, they're going to they're gonna go there, they're going to go there. So know? I worked telemarketing. I worked for a video store rentals. I worked... Which one? Uh, I worked for them all. Videotron, Superchois. Blockbusters or no? No, never Blockbusters. No? Never Blockbusters. Blockbusters came in the Mormon, afterwards. The Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at uh, a Dépanneur. I worked at... Uh, the only thing I never did was sales. No? Mm. I refused to harass people. That's but how I said telemarketing. No, but telemarketing was for sondage. Oh, okay. No, no, I was just questioning and socializing. It was yeah. like podcasting, yeah. but, <laughs> but not voluntarily for them. <laughs> They're like trying to hang up, and I'm like, listen, sir, we're just asking. No, no, sales like in a store, clothing, or stuff like that, never. Restaurant business was nice. I yeah. like as a waiter and a manager of a restaurant, a French restaurant, it was fun. That's sales, though. But I'm not. They're coming. They know exactly what they they, they want, right? I'm just mm. I'm the, the the labor actually compared to you know those you know Zara and stuff like that, the whole sales part or by commission. Mm-hmm. I w- I don't think I would be able to. No. No, because I would be too driven. It would I would see it as a competition, and I'm like, let me try and sell yeah. more. But then I'm gonna start bullshitting people, and then I'll feel guilty. No, I don't <laughs> agree. This is the best. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I had a lot I, of success I, in sales. No, I believe you. I can clearly say that you tell yeah, that yeah. you have the skills for it mm-hmm. i'm saying that's how i associate it i'm not saying that's how it is got it i'm just saying you know hustling people in that sense even when i come into a store it's like i can no i'm good yeah. <laughs> my eyes are good my hands are good i can try shit. <laughs> i don't like to bother in that sense mm-hmm. i don't like to to go into people's there's some amazing sellers i remember future shop way back when or best buy now there was this guy he was an artiste i would go there and then I would have to wake up. I'm like, yo, Sin, you came here for ink. <laughs> or uh, or uh, or Max. Max. Remember Max? Yes. There used to be some good salesmen there, man. Yeah. I well, they, they had the, 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 the swag yeah, of it. The art. No, clearly Haas can sell you fucking sand in the, in the desert. <laughs> and he'll tell you it's on special. <laughs> and it was blessed. Yeah, yeah. But again, each their own, each where their comfort zone is. It's funny how we're in different businesses, but it's like everyone has like a thing that they don't really like or they're like eh, I'm not sure if I would have done it like I would this. never own a restaurant but I wouldn't mind working for a restaurant but now I, there's no point for me that to work no for somebody for but meaning that if I would be younger being a manager of a, a restaurant or a supper club no problem whatsoever I would love to invest in one supper club or something like that. not not that I'm involved yeah, in the day to day like that luxury the, shit in the day to day thing but invest my money into something where I know, like, the manager comes and tells me, like, oh, we did I know my shit. Like, mm-hmm. dude, what do we do? I know how to ask the right, the right questions. A lot of people that invest in restaurants, business, and nightclubs, they have no idea what the fuck they're investing in. And that's how they lose their money. Yeah, yeah. Like, another business I enjoy, but there's no money to be made, are barbershops. Like, I would like... There's, there's money, man, <sighs> right now. There's all these fucking maison privées. There's all yeah, these... Yeah, but they're not working. They close two already. Yep. Again. Exactly. They close two maison privée? Yeah. The one in my land is closed, and because uh, of COVID Plainville, or Plainville, Saint Charles, I don't know. Because, because of COVID or did, I don't know work? what it is, but there's so many barbershops, yeah. and they're, they're charging you forty five a cut when you can go and see. Uh, but it was a big trend, a big movement that happened in yeah, the barbershop. Yeah. But yeah. that's because the younger generation took exactly. it over and just because it became stylish. People stylish. were doing their since beards came back. Cash to red cash. Yeah, there was cash too, but the thing is, the employees 
on that. Stop breaking shit. He <laughs> wants me to hold the wall too. Yeah, just just pick it up. Now hold it. Now you know how women feel. <laughs> what the hell? But it, but anyway, barbershops it was another trends situation. Yeah. So again, and I thing, thought I really thought the trend was gonna come to the meat shop business, but it didn't. How how would you have a trend on meat shops? Like the younger generation picking up that art of cutting meat, and everyone's like, "Oh man, I'm gonna get into it, open a meat shop, a trendy meat shop." It didn't actually happen. I'm surprised. Yeah, well, meat. I, I wouldn't know. think it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> those certain yeah. things. Now it's like those uh, underground uh, sneaker shops. Yes, my buddy owns one. My buddy opened one. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's custom the shoes. Oh, it's the moment now, but it it's is. not gonna last forever. That too. We'll see. Oh no, Th- those businesses are trending. And the minute that these big companies are going to be like, yeah, I'll open a little store in mine. Because even at one point, there was a store that had barbershops inside it. Mm-hmm. You buy clothes and everything, take a coffee. Yeah, it was on the park. What was it called? No, there was even one in Carrefour Laval. There was even uh, there was a, there was yeah. a, there was a There was a gym and a, Next and a barbershop. Oh, yeah, that's Monster Gym. A gym and a barbershop. Nope. Monster, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, Monster yeah. Gym. Uh, yeah. Get your haircut. Yeah. Go, for, go for some. No, so you go train. Yeah. Take your shower, get a haircut, go get your shower again, yeah. and bounce. And get a coffee or a yeah. protein cool at the bar. It is. Yeah. But that's what cool. I'm saying. Like, I would love to own a gym, for example. Yeah. A gym? But I don't trust the gym business yeah. at all. <laughs> you know, maybe a CrossFit boxing gym. I would love that shit. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I find it very free-esque in the sense. Like, you know, owning a coffee shop. Yeah. You don't need... Yeah, you don't to, need much. You don't need much to run it. You just need a good vibe, good yeah. energy, and stuff like that. But I even had plans for a barbershop with a DJ booth and everything like that have like you know these little events chess competitions mm-hmm. at the same time like get that you, you didn't, that energy you didn't move forward on it no then I looked at the numbers like, and then I'm like this is gonna be an expensive hobby <laughs> hobby exactly so I decided to do podcasting instead mm, cheaper hobby <laughs> a lot cheaper <laughs> Has, Has, what's your uh, we talked about our, our let's say four year down the road what do we want to do what about you what do we want to do in do four years yeah do you have anything planned like for the business Florida <laughs> Florida, yeah. Um, do you want to open a business there or just yeah, live there? Is that no, you you mentioned there. you wanted to leave. I, for now, it's just living there. That, would I open, let's say, telecom there? No, would I do event planning? I don't think so either. Would you keep your business here? It's too here? late, Miami. Yeah, yeah, I'm not getting rid of anything here. No, but, that, can, can, can you stupid. Can you run, can you, can it run without you being here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. As long as your trust issues are fixed, it yeah. yes. could be possible. Okay. Would Plus, you, you can see his cameras from here, from would, anywhere in the world. And talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> would you want to open uh, more stores or in the future? Um, Pre-COVID, yes. You see, I opened my the Laval one right before COVID. Okay. Um, right now, it's dumb to open a retail. Is retail it working, uh, the one in Laval? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to open that I'm one. What about by, after uh, COVID? I think once things go, hopefully, when they go back to normal, if you there would. is a normal. Oh, yeah, right away. You would. I would open more. I don't have two two places in mind where okay. I would open, but it's not time now. How, how do you study the market exactly? $50,000 and they do it for you. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, a bell? Yeah. No way. Yeah. You dropped them 50? Yeah. This included it's in, in your, your, in your exactly. initial fee? Yeah. We're and talking uh, about 100, 200,000, 250? Half a million. Half a million? Yeah. It's vetted like hardcore? Meaning? Like a McDonald's. There's a waiting list and you can't Oh, you can. You can't open a friend. If you don't own one now, you can't open one anymore. That's what I was going to ask. But even like 16 years ago when I got in, you Mm. could barely do it. Mm. Um, But they do the whole research, like how many people live there. Okay, so they uh, do everything. It's like Tim Hortons, McDonald's, everything, yeah. Then they say, okay, uh, you know, move with precaution or 
Great idea. A do business it. where I fucked up. I should have opened up that Mr. Puffin San Leo. You should have, man. No, you had I the opportunity? Up. I had the opportunity. I had you everything. You knew the guy? Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't even that. The franchise at that time, I think it was like 24000 No. Yeah, and I already had the place, free rent. It's perfect situation. J'entends la cordeur. And? Everything. What happened? And we were like four investors, so it was like going to be 5000 each. It was going to be a joke. And? And then we like hesitated a bit. And then I was like, guys, if you're not going to move along, I'm going to move along to other things. And then as they were debating it, the they announcement, the one in San Leo, but North. I was next like, to the movies there? Next yeah, exactly. The and uh, because of that, they were like, oh, I'm not too sure. Is it really going to make how many puffs do you have to sell? You know how much the franchise costs now? 450, know, right? Yeah. Four, 450. Yeah, it's boom. 450. Boom. Yeah, yeah but the, the Sun the did sun a very good boom. business. Yeah, did a good job. Well, it's the same story at McDonald's, right? Those two guys that own McDonald's, the two brothers, right? Mm -hmm. I think the story. And then this this outsider comes in yeah. and makes outsider, it become yeah. Makes yeah. It big, yeah. proof of, you know, you, you could, like you said, like your own words, you took it as much as you could take it right now, the I restaurant. Took, no, I took the the, the yeah, yeah. existing one. Yeah, the one you took. And then somebody else hopefully will take, take it further. It the, exactly. I can take it and franchise it. Right? I mean, it's not too late, but... Do I now? I feel like I'm just I'm just tired from that's, that's the, the whole thing. fucking cold. You, I, I there is it. there is work fatigue in the sense that you're not motivated anymore. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not as motivated as I was pre-COVID. Now, ask me after COVID finishes and things get back to normal, will I be as motivated? Maybe it's gonna come back. I don't know. Maybe it's COVID depression you have. Just we're just uh, we're just uh, yeah called COVID. Yeah, depression. because I'm guessing you're you're hungry for stability here. Mm -hmm. We and, took a beating, but that's what I'm saying. Mm. The minute that everything becomes, if ever, yeah, exactly. becomes a little bit more stable, maybe from there you'll be more you'll yeah. have more energy. Yeah, more energetic. I mean, then we'll open Laval. Yeah, we'll open in Laval and then open another one and then franchise and mm -hmm. then eventually you know uh, we'll see where it goes. Why not? Maybe you'll have a store one next to each other. Yeah. Well, why not? Come get I'll your own sandwiches. the building and you guys have your own. Uh... Come get your sandwiches. <laughs> as long as I get rent free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, rent free for me too. Okay, fair enough. But I want Wi Fi for all my No way. Come. Come, my friend. Yeah, no, but th th that was my initial plan, you know. But, you know, things. Plans change. Took a back burner. And now I'm getting older. Maybe priorities change. Maybe I'm like, you know. And I the thing is, life is going to throw you a curveball once you're going to start having kids. Oh, I'm, I, I, I'm absolutely. 100% sure of that but the good thing about me is that I can land on my two feet anytime because I have something in my back pocket that's called an engineering degree and 14 years of corporate experience I can throw it out there no but your priority is going to change in I'm the not golf, worried about the money and I, and I can get like a 250 a year type of 250 200 so why wouldn't you do that right away I said I'm going to throw the Amazon I'll see what I what I get if I get something like that, then I'll have to make a decision. Can you work for someone? Yes, I love yeah. working for someone. Huh. It's not about it's it's it's. No, I was just curious. Well, as you were saying it, me, I've worked for for people. Yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah, but I've now I'm talking myself. about now. Now that you experienced, even you, that's what I meant. No, too. but maybe because the thing is, keep in mind, I can go and work for somebody, and still have my business. Yeah. I have no problem. I worked for my mother-in-law for three years. Yeah, again. There was no stress because my finances were fixed, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if you would ask me, because I enjoy working for somebody else because there's no pressure. There's no stress, I feel. Because I know regardless, <laughs> I have my businesses, right? It's not even a parachute anymore. My foundations are solid. So when I work for somebody, I come, I do my work, and I leave. Mm -hmm. 
the stress of work leaves stays at the door mm -hmm. type of thing mm -hmm. when you own businesses it's amazing there's great things yet my phone can ring right now and i have a situation yet yeah, we're closed but it's another situation to fix yeah so working for somebody if the the schedule is good and it's something that excites me i have no problem whatsoever yeah, you I wouldn't mean, no i can't no, yeah you're different different are you a control freak yes very much yeah. so yeah and very opinionated as you could see mm -hmm. um i always had a problem working with the because if you say something dumb i can't just sit back and say okay yeah well yeah. that's my issue but did you ever have partners of course and 12 years it yeah. went 12 for 12 years well 11 and then and then you, <laughs> the guys had, wasn't good. you guys had to close it no i bought them out oh the the bell business yeah. and all of that yeah, yeah. i had yeah, the atm just... business actually shut down during COVID. i closed it yeah and you yeah. you and your friends some issues with my that's another story See when you do mix friends, business. That's no, it was it was working well for ten years, but then all of a sudden, you know, priorities. If if I do a business venture with, with somebody I know, yeah, for me that money is lost. That's how I see it. No, we made, if it if it makes money, good. We made, we but made for me, money. It's, it's like gambling. If I go to the casino to invest, invest, gamble five thousand. <laughs> I'm expecting to lose that five thousand. No, if I make ten, twenty, thirty, good for me. We made we made we made some serious good money together, you know. Yeah. And I, I don't like. How's that friendship it. going? Honestly, like to begin with, me and him, we weren't really friends. Okay. We started the business with a couple of people, and then we 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 just it was just me and him. And then as our business grew, our friendship grew. And now, you know, just the friendship didn't exist, but not because of the business, because he got married and kids, blah, 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 blah. You know, his priorities changed. Mm -hmm. uh, friendship now doesn't even exist, but, you know, we had to close down the business. But just to go back to what you were saying is that while I was working with someone, like Sin was saying, I had that business on the side too that was making money. So I would feed that hunger of me owning something on my own with that business. Yeah. And then I would work at Bombardi. But even was I working at Bombardi, I was in sales and marketing. Like you're not really working. You're working for someone, but you're free to do what you mm -hmm. free to do. You know, here's just here's what you need to do. You need to do it by a certain time. It wasn't like a micromanaging. When I was a project manager too, I had engineers under me, so you you know I had a boss to answer to. But that was that was about it. That that didn't really bother me. The fact that I had to, you know, someone to answer to. Yeah. It was okay, you know, and they give you the freedom in the corporate. Well, for me, I was maybe I was lucky because not a lot of people are like that. They gave me the freedom to maneuver and do obviously within the limits of the company. If I if I find something was right and I needed to make a decision, he would give me the green light to do yeah. to take that decision, which was really cool. Honestly, I got lucky. I had some really nice bosses. That too, pretty cool. Depending on who you're gonna work for, yeah, depending it's very on important that. for me. Yeah. Again, let's see. We'll do another one in a year. Yeah, yeah that would be interesting. Everything. Yeah, because Haas has like twenty million projects. He'll yeah. be become president. He's gonna be the prime of Canada by then. <laughs> be nice. Yeah, it's the only job I wouldn't want to do. Yeah, politics, not. I know. I was asked to be uh, to run for. Uh, fuck, what is it called? The <laughs> yeah. one that. Uh, that's a, your your area there. Yeah, you have yeah. a. Uh, I don't remember the word. Like yeah. your brother was. My uh, brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I refused. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. No, no, I refused. Then he was. You know, I I wanted to think about it. I called my dad first. Nah. He's like you. <laughs> he goes, you need to tell people to go fuck off. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's nah, the nah. thing. He goes, it, and and the guy that approached me is actually a politician, and he said, listen, the only thing is, when you go to the meetings, he goes, you have to show up once a month to the meetings. He goes, obviously, a lot of things won't make sense, 
because let's say a budget of 90 million, then they end up spending 150 grand, 150 million. You can't ask questions of what do you mean? Like who did something wrong? Nice. And then he came back two weeks after I said, no, I can't do it. First of all, I don't have the fucking time. You don't, you don't, you don't, it you seems don't you do, me. even though you're the most busiest person I know. Yeah. It seems that you always find time. They, he's, that, uh, he's maybe more structured, you're more structured in your day. Like, yeah. You structure your days. You have like, you know what you're going to do the day before. Yeah. Yeah. This thing. So yeah, no. But no, you no don't strike me, me as a politician. That's for sure. No. no, but he has that charisma. Don't get me wrong here. He has that allure. He has yeah, that. But you need more than he that. He wears suits. You need it. You need it. <laughs> the art. He wears suits art, to a podcast. The art That's of all I got to say. The art, no, you see that. I can't bullshit. sit down my with problem. my brother for two minutes. Yeah. He's a fucking politician. He's been there doing it since he was 14 years old. Yeah, but you see, like. You can tell. The reason why this whole shit started was another podcast. We'll do it another another podcast? Yeah, another story. podcast. I'll tell you guys another okay. podcast. So, so we'll talk about politics next time. Yep. <laughs> Except COVID. This was fun. Good luck. Yeah, everyone. Good yeah. luck too. Take, I want. Take, I want to see another one, Laval, soon. We, we will. Yes, Hopefully. definitely. Inshallah. Hopefully. Here, last time you did something, you said something on the podcast. Said, yeah. yes. you're gonna open up a mall. The opposite happened. A mall? <laughs> no, because last time you said you wanted to be single, and then you got married. Yeah, maybe. Oh, see? you see? There you go. <laughs> I said, "Fuck these bitches." <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> richer than I ever been. The richest that I ever been, the richest that I ever been, richer than I ever been. The richest that I ever been, the richest that I ever been, richest that I ever been, the richest that I ever been. Time to get a bigger beans, richer than I ever been. The richest that I ever been, richest that I ever been. Running through the city, I perform like Jackie Gleason. Bitches running up, they say Rose, I'm glad to meet you. Money was the object, broke the kilo down to pieces.